Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 127 of the Podcast to Amplify show. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you the top five mental hurdles, roadblocks I've seen come up with my clients when launching their podcast. This is actually an episode from my brand new podcast, the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited series, which went live on Monday. So it's just been a few days. It's been a little bit of a quieter launch than I had planned because life is life. (laughs) But I've had so many great so much great feedback and was really, really excited to see when the show debuted at number 17 in the UK marketing charts within 24, 48 hours, I think it was. So really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. And if you haven't tuned in yet, you are missing out. But I hope by the end of this episode, you will feel inspired to go and listen to the other 20 episodes because this podcast, this new podcast really is a work of art. I've put so much into this project and I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's click the link in the show notes to listen on Apple Podcasts and let's dig into today's episode. When it comes to planning your podcast, there are a set of mental challenges that can often be as daunting as the technical aspects of podcasting. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think a lot of people, a lot of business owners think that, you know, they get quite stressed about the tech. How can I deal with the tech? But actually, once I've started working with my clients, there are some mind monkeys, I like to call them, that like to present themselves at different points throughout the process. And so before we start talking too much about the podcast content itself, I wanted to take some time to address some of the common mental hurdles or roadblocks that I've come see that I've seen come up for my clients and myself, if I'm being completely honest with you, when launching their podcasts. So at the time of recording this limited series podcast, I have launched over 30 podcasts. And truthfully, not every client has had the same experiences and the roadblocks I am going to mention, talk to you about, have popped up at different times for different people. But it is my hope that by highlighting what these common mindset challenges are at this early stage, you know, episode eight, you will feel empowered to navigate them as they arise so that you can make progress with your launch. Because in the early days of my podcasting career, I, I didn't know myself and 
I did, I wasn't in a position to really help my clients. Like some clients wouldn't even tell me what was coming up for them. And so the more clients I worked with, I was able to pick up on signs. And I have, as a result, included some touch points within my VIP day process to make sure that they feel supported. Um, because I think a lot of people feel that they can't talk about them, but mindset is a normal part of any entrepreneurial journey. And it's definitely normal when it comes to us doing new things and launching a podcast is a huge undertaking. If you're anything like me, when I decided to launch my podcast, my biggest thing was, oh my goodness, this is like, I'm going to be so visible. Everyone's going to know my name, right? Because podcasting has the power to get your name in front of people in countries that you've never even known of. Like some of my clients have charted in countries that they probably even didn't even think about visiting. And so that was my thing when I was launching my podcast. Like, And I really had to do the self-coaching and remind myself about my why, which is why we talked about your why, right? Reminding myself about why I was launching my podcast so that that didn't deter me. Like the highest form of visibility, in my opinion, is podcasting. You have to feel comfortable being visible, but not everyone is able to communicate that. And so I really wanted to share three or four of the most common mental hurdles, hangups that you may face. So you might come across one, you might come across you might come across none. If you do, that's fabulous. But in my experience, my clients have come up, have faced at least one of these when starting their podcast. And I also want to share some strategies that you can use to help overcome them. So number one is imposter syndrome. And that's more around finding your voice. So as a business owner, imposter syndrome won't be a new concept to you, right? But in a podcasting context, new podcast hosts might feel inadequate or unqualified to share their perspectives. So some thoughts that might come up are, am I expert enough? Who would want to listen to me? What if I make a mistake or say something wrong? Other coaches, therapists, designers, VAs are already doing it better than me. None of these are true. It's just your brain trying to keep you safe because you're doing something new. And in full transparency, like I said, I have had the same thoughts. Even though I had amazing client results and my main podcast now has over 120 episodes, there are times when I still question whether an episode is good enough, whether or not an episode will do well. So these thoughts are normal, but I'm here to tell you that you are expert enough. Your audience does want to hear what you have to say. You cannot say anything wrong because you're an expert in what you do and you're knowledgeable in the topic that will help your audience with whatever it is that they're struggling with. And ultimately, it doesn't matter what other coaches, therapists, VAs, designers, whoever insert your niche here, it doesn't matter what they're doing because as we talked about in episode five, the podcast you create will stand on an island of its own because you would have done that market research, that competitor analysis, and you would have seen what other people in your niche are doing. You're going to put your own unique spin on your show and you're going to do it a hell of a lot better, right? 
So that's my kind of like pep talk. And I want you to remember that no one starts their podcast knowing everything about everything. With each episode, you're going to have the opportunity to learn, to improve and refine your podcasting technique as you go. As I said, I'm 120 episodes in and I'm always kind of changing stuff up. That's something that I love about podcasting because it really, on a personal level, it's really taught me so much and it's allowed me to, it's given me permission to try and tweak and test things out. So I want you to know that nothing with your podcast is going to be in stone. You can refine, you can make changes. It's really a growth, a personal growth tool, as well as a business growth strategy. And then number two is perfectionism. Oh my goodness, this is a big one for new podcast hosts. And it can lead to a lot of self-doubt and indecision, which then delays or halts their launch. I saw this come up a lot especially when I did six-week launches, perfectionism will come up around, you know, the perfect, designing the perfect cover art, or maybe they want to really nail their podcast name and all the deadlines have now gone out of the window, right? Or maybe when it comes time to record in their episodes, they have recorded episodes one 20 times. Like, real story. I've had a client record her first episode 20 times. And that is just perfectionism. Perfectionism can kill your podcast dreams before you really get started. I've had a client just kind of part, and this really, even to this day, it makes me really sad. She just really, she part her podcast because that perfectionism, she just couldn't, she couldn't get past it, no matter how hard I tried. And so to avoid this, I want you to remember that you can change anything to do with your podcast. Your name can be changed. The cover art can be changed or redone. The intro and outro can be re-recorded at any time. You don't have to have everything perfectly figured out from day one. Your podcast will evolve over time. Episode 10 is going to sound different from episode one. Episode 30 is going to sound different from episode 10. Episode 75 is going to sound different from episode 30, right? And if I'm honest with you, I've at this point, I've changed my cover art three times. I've changed my podcast name once. I'm probably going to change it again in 2024. I've rewritten my podcast description maybe five times. And that's because things have changed in my business. And, or maybe I wanted to hone in a little bit more on a specific part of my messaging. And I want my podcast to reflect that because I'm using my podcast as a lead generation tool for my business, right? And so those changes are important and the same will happen to you. So don't put too much effort in making it perfect for launch because I guarantee you make a tweak, you make a change by episode 20. I actually read somewhere recently that the first 10 episodes are for you. And when I read that, I was nodding my head like I was, it so much resonated because I, I couldn't agree more. This mindset, if you adopt this mindset, it will allow you as a new podcast host, the freedom to learn, experiment, make mistakes and grow into your best podcasting self. So let's start with a good enough version for your podcast launch and refine it over time based on feedback, data and experience. Because I promise you, your audience isn't looking for, you know, 
the perfect cover art or, oh my goodness, I, the intro didn't quite sound, no, they are looking for valuable content. And yes, there are little pieces like the cover art, like we talked about in episode six, right? There's pieces that all come together to help you get the results that you're looking for from your show. But that's more on your end. Your listeners, they want to hear your opinions, your thoughts, your perspectives. They want to connect with you on a deeper level. They're not going to connect with you on a deeper level through your intro, which is like 30, 45 seconds, right? They want to get to the content. They want to get to the juicy stuff. So embracing imperfection has to be part of your podcast launch process if you want to get your show out into the world and make the impact you are called to make. Number three is the fear of being visible. I talked about this a little bit before, but something it's something that so many business owners struggle with. And with podcasting being one of the highest forms of visibility, it's no wonder, right, that this rears its ugly head, <laughs> I like to say, before their podcast goes live. During the planning process, my clients, they, they're busy creating, you know, they might be managing other mindset monkeys that pop up. But where I've seen this fear of visibility really come up is when they've handed over everything to me and my team and we're, you know, we're working on magic and it starts to feel real. Maybe that as part of my VIP days, they get to listen to their trailer. They get to listen to their intro and outro in their final versions, right? So mixed with the music. And so that's definitely a, oh crap, this is really happening moment. Or maybe when the trailer goes live, I like to screenshot it and send it to them through Voxer and that every client guarantee there's a bit of a scream. And then the next bit is when they see that people are actually listening because they can see their download numbers or maybe, you know, their audience is resharing on Instagram stories. That's definitely a moment where they're like, oh shoot. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is really happening. And so that fear of being visible can really pop up. And especially for the women I work with, because they've wanted to start their podcast for years. And here's their face staring back at them from a podcast app on their phone. It's exhilarating, it's exciting, but it's scary as heck too, right? This is one of the times that I will check in with my clients and see how they're feeling because I've been there myself. I know what it's like when you can see that people all around the world are listening to your podcast and some can ride that wave and others retreat and that fear can become quite overwhelming. Now, no one has ever said to me, Rosemary, I've changed my mind, like take down the podcast. No one has said that, but it's just really helping those clients to navigate through that fear and reminding them about why they started their podcast and just really sharing those small wins in those initial few weeks. That usually helps them, especially when their audience are sharing how much they love their episodes and how they're seeing their download numbers start to slowly rise. That kind of reinforces that they've done the right thing. But for me, I want to make sure that they have that space to have the conversation because I've been there myself and I know how scary it can be. So if this comes up for you, I want you to remember why you started your podcast to serve your audience, to impact more lives, right? This will help you reframe your mindset. 
And of course, lean on a community, a mentor, friends, if this does come up for you, because that will really help you to overcome it. Don't try and go through it on your own. And then number four, fear of running out of things to say on your podcast. I can so relate to this. That's why this is something that came up for me. And that's why before I even launched my first podcast, I mapped out 56 episode ideas. Now, if you can, I highly recommend that you do because it gave me the confidence knowing that I was going to produce podcast content for at least a year. And here I am recording this right now, and I am two and a half years in, and I've not taken many breaks, many much time off. But that's where the real fear lies, right? The fear about your ability to consistently produce engaging and relevant content for your podcast. But if this is you, if this is resonating with you, I'm here to tell you that that is simply not possible. Unless you've picked a podcast niche that you are not an expert in, right? Maybe you're a business coach and you want to talk about knitting and you've never knitted nothing in your life, (laughs) right? Unless you've done something so random like that, which you'll find yourself in a pickle, it's not possible that you won't be able to create content for your show. No, you've created, you've chosen a podcast topic that you're passionate about and you can talk about for hours and hours on end. You just need to learn how to break up your overarching topic into those smaller subtopics and those subtopics into individual episodes. That's what I call your content strategy. Another part, that's the next step. And we're going to come on to that in a future episode, but that is definitely a key part of your podcast strategy. The main thing I want you to take away from this is that you have everything you need right now to create your podcast within you. You don't need more time to learn. You don't need to be more of an expert. You don't need to grow your audience. You don't have to worry that your listener thinks that you're not good enough. They are, they chose to tune into your podcast and they chose to listen to what you have to say. You have everything that you need right now. And I want you to acknowledge that your content will naturally evolve over time. And as you gain experience, as you engage with your audience, as you serve more clients, new content ideas will emerge. So take each episode as it comes and release the pressure you're putting on yourself. As Marie Folio says, everything is figure outable and you've totally got this. And finally, number five, the tech. Now you've probably been wondering when I was going to get to this one, right? Because I know the tech, right? Thinking about the tech gives a lot of business owners headaches. I know when I am onboarding my clients, that is the number one question. Will you handle the tech for my launch, right? And I can almost feel this sense of relief when I say, yes, it's all handled by our team. But you might have questions such as which microphone is best for my recording environment at home? What recording software do I need? Are there any budget friendly options that don't compromise on quality? How do I get my podcast out into the world? I've got you. You're all good because I have created the ultimate podcasting guide with my top recommendations handpicked with your success in mind, i.e. you don't have to look at 101 blog posts and become overwhelmed by all the suggestions. Like I've seen people post these questions in Facebook groups and they're inundated by the comments. And of course, everyone 
recommends a different tech or different software and you just walk away feeling like your head is about to explode. No, just check out this podcasting guide. I've included the link in your workbook and I've kept it really succinct. I've stuck to the ones that I recommend to my clients and you can just pull from a really small pool with the confidence of knowing that a podcast expert has recommended them. So click the link in the show notes to grab your workbook so that you can get your hands on that guide. So here's what I'd love you to do as an action step for this episode. In your workbook, I want you to write down any mental hurdles that are coming up for you. It might be some of the ones that I've mentioned or maybe something else. I definitely haven't tackled everything in this episode because I like to keep these episodes relatively short, but I want you to get them out of your head. Maybe they're not there yet, but definitely once you start your launch process, I want you to write them down, journal them, work through it. And then I want you to choose some affirmations that resonate best and start work on shifting your mindset around these thoughts daily. And finally, build your support network, whether it's your mentor, peers, friends, just having someone in your corner to support you through will be really, really helpful. Or so that's the feedback my clients have given me. That's it for today. I hope you found this episode helpful, but most importantly, that you are going to walk away feeling prepared, feeling reassured that all these little mindset monkeys are totally normal and affects most new podcast hosts. So I look forward to seeing you in the next episode on Monday. Again, as a quick reminder, if you have not followed and downloaded the new podcast, the podcast launch strategy limited series, you don't know what you're missing. So I encourage you to click the link in the show notes to give it a listen. If you're like, what is Rosemary even talking about? I explained all the whys and wherefores back in episode 126. So tune into that one to hear all the goss and then head over to the limited series podcast. I would love to hear what you think. All right, that's it. I'll wrap it up there and I will see you on Monday for another episode. See you then and have an amazing Thanksgiving for all my US peeps. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.